0: at MikeCROC.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy and subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of with your boy Mike Rock. Turn its setbacks into Rocket Fuel, guys. Subscribe, if you haven't already, to my YouTube channel, Mike C-Rock Sirocco, and to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever that may be. And uh, before we get to our guest today, also, go get the Rocket Fuel book. The Rocket Fuel book is going to change your life. I promise you, I will not let you down. It is the book that I've written, telling my stories from the past, things I've learned, and things that I've implemented in my life that I've learned from some of my mentors that are some of the most successful people on the planet. And I want to share that with you so that you can learn how to be indestructible and unstoppable. That's Rocket Fuel. And that's found at mikecrock.com forward slash book, mikecrock.com forward slash book. And today we have my friend Ginger King in the house. What's up, Ginger? Hi,
1: Mike. Happy to be here.
0: Yeah, listen, I'm so glad we finally got together on this, and I want to find out what you're made of. Before we do that, though, give us a little background of who you are, Ginger, where you're from, and what you do.
1: Sure. I am a cosmetic chemist. I'm originally from Taiwan. I came to America when I was 16. Originally, I want to become a a makeup artist, but because of my background, my family actually said, no, you have to go to the college. If not a PhD, at least a master's degree. So I end up with double master's in chemistry and in marketing.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So what is is it uh, a Makeup chemist? Cosmetic cosmetic
1: chemist, yes. I say makeup,
0: no offense, but like that's what I said when I was a kid because my mom always used to say, I'm putting my makeup on. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: mean, men or women, we actually all use some sort of beauty products. So instead of buying beauty products, I'm the one making the products for you so you can keep you looking fabulous at all times, anti-aging.
0: Awesome. Now, Now, so did where did you learn? Did you have to take chemistry classes? Did you have to go to college for that or what, what? Yes,
1: Uh, I have a degree in natural product chemistry, but cosmetic science is a very specialized science. Only three schools in the whole United States have it. So when I was in California, there's no cosmetic science degree. So I just get a regular natural product chemistry degree. You do need to have some sort of science background before you can enter this field.
0: Gotcha. And then where are you located now?
1: I'm in New Jersey.
0: New Jersey. That's right. Okay. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm in Ocean City, Maryland, by the way, so just south of you. And uh, yeah, so but look, we've known each other for a while now from all the 10x mentorship programs and the 10x community, which has been such a big impact on my life. You guys have heard me talk about this before, which, um, you know, in a time where I was in need, uh, losing a mentor, uh, who was my stepfather, George, and then right in filling in right behind him, came Grant. And uh, then not only Grant, but what comes with Grant is this big, giant community of awesomeness, people that think the same way, that want more out of life, that aren't satisfied, and understand abundance is important. So, Ginger, um, you know, I always start to show off. I want to get into what that's meant to you, but I want to first ask you, what are you made of?
1: I'm made of steel, so it's indestructible. I mean, everybody has have setbacks. Have like nobody's born with a silver spoon, but it's how you just keep moving.
0: Yep, yep. And so, how how do you think that you became unstoppable and indestructible?
1: I actually, uh, when I was born, my father passed away when I was a three-month-old baby due to air crash. So I was raised by a single mom. And uh, therefore, you know, going to school, having a good degree, everything is very important because that's in general how you become successful because you need to have all those corporate jobs. So I did that all the way till ten years ago, I was like this is really not enough for me. I'm in this world for a bigger purpose. So I jumped out of the corporate five hundred companies and uh, started my own company. I started to uh create beauty brands for other people to I do cosmetic product development from concept to launch. So everyone can fulfill their dream. And just earlier this year I also launched my own brand.
0: Oh what's that called?
1: Uh, it's Fan Love Beauty. And hey, love uh beauty. Yes. uh And the mission for Fan Love Beauty is I create beauty products for people who inspire, educate, or entertain the society and those aspire to be them. I want it to be a different beauty brand. It's aspirational rather than just any other products on the market because this world doesn't need another beauty brand. It's confusing enough.
0: Right. I love it. I love it. So I understand how that works. Now, the you, you, so for example, if I wanted to create a men's facial cream or a toner or something like that. The Sea rock thing, a rocket fuel for men or something like that. That's something that you help guys or gals do, right? Yes. Gotcha. How about perfumes? Perfumes as well and colognes? Yes.
1: Uh-huh. Gotcha.
0: What don't you do that would be in cosmetics?
1: I don't do hair color, anything that's reactive because I'm not worried about a- that.
0: You know, <laughs> I'm not worried about that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So everything else I do.
0: Okay. Awesome. So let's go back to the family. Uh, your father passed away, uh, plane crash, you said, when you were very, very young. Three
1: months. Oh, I have never seen him.
0: Right. And so when, when that, and how many children were in the family?
1: I'm the only child.
0: Okay. You're the only yeah. child. Okay. So growing up, what was what was life growing up? And and how long were you in Taiwan?
1: Uh, 16 years.
0: Okay. So until you were 16. So what was life like in Taiwan? I've never been there.
1: Uh, it's very rigid. I mean, you go to school without, you cannot wear any makeup. And this is probably why I developed such fascination when I came to America. It's like, wow, you know, makeup changes everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I always tell my wife she looks beautiful without, better looking without makeup on. So I, and I'm not just <laughs> saying that either. I really feel that way. But, you know, no, I get it. I've seen the the difference between um, some women that have makeup on and then, uh, then when they don't. And you're like, wait, I don't even recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, you know, it's a, it's a good thing, but it's also very important to take care of your skin. I don't know if you know this, but I've been getting facials, uh, for the last, I don't know, six months or so. And I never knew what I was missing. I always, you know, heard women getting facials and, uh, you know, thought it was like a, just a thing for them to relax or for makeup kind of cosmetics or what have you. But when I went there for the first time and I got a scrub and an exfoliator and steam and then a a head massage and all that, man, I, I was like, what? Did I miss all of my life? And so, uh, yeah, I believe in taking care of your skin. That's you know, the skin is the biggest organ in the body, right?
1: Yes, uh huh. And I always say you wouldn't go out with a wrinkled shirt, white a wrinkled face.
0: Right, and so it's not just about makeup as far as color or uh, design in your face, your eyeliner, and all what have you, but it's also for health, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So how does how does health play a part in what you do?
1: Health yeah. is everything because health. Without health, you know, you cannot really achieve your dream. As my other mentor, Damon Zhang, always says, a healthy person can have one thousand dreams. A sick person can only have one: is to get well. So when I develop product, I make sure I use the best ingredients possible, as the healthiest ingredients possible. So for the Fan Love Beauty, I actually developed the best lip balm because lip balm can be ingested. No matter if you are a man or woman, everybody can use a lip balm. So all the ingredients I use are like a superfoods like um, mango, avocado, coconut, those are good for you ingredients, flaxseed, full of omega-3 and 6. So it's the healthiest ingredients for you. And I also put in the clinical levels of sea asparagus that is known to boost hydration by 6,000%. So health is very important. And as we all know from Grand Cardon, health is wealth.
0: Absolutely, no, hundred percent, man. And and you know, I'm just so proud of you for you know what I've seen and when I first met you too, and how you've advanced and and what you're in you know involved with and how you've got connected with your mentors. And you know, can can you speak on that a little bit? When you've gotten mentors in your life and just people that you wanted to follow and learn from, what was the process like for you? And what did you do to get closer to them? Because we all know proximity is power, right? And being around those people and immersing their content and being around them. Um, allows you to learn more and grow more. So what was that process like for you?
1: Uh, I only consider two people to be my mentors. They could be distant mentors. And my two mentors are Damon Jung and Grant Cardone. So with Damon John, I actually uh, met him through social media. I know him when uh, Shark Tank started tweeting, and I tweeted back to him every single time, and I got his attention. So there was one time that he actually emailed me, said he's going to be at some uh, sort of show tap- show taping. Uh, it's called the Crowd Goes Wild. So he invited me to the show. So I went there, and I w- I couldn't even get close to him because of the security guard all over. So I tweeted him, I said, like, well, you asked me to come, I'm here. So he actually got a security guard to get me and took a photo with him. That was about seven, eight years ago, pre-Halloween. And that was the very first time I met him in person. But before that, I have already been tweeting him for about two years. So I do know him since the beginning of Shark 10 until now. So we are friends now because I always supported him.
0: And, and have you done anything with him besides learn from him? As far as business or what have you?
1: Uh the reason why I fan Love Beauty was because it's inspired by him. There was one time when I was with him, he took out a lip balm and used it in front of me. I was like Damon. If it's something that close to you, that's in your pocket on your lips, it has to be mine. And I look at what he was using. I was like, no, 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 no. I have to give you the very best. So there are a lot of differences between my lip balms and others on the market. My lip balm has no petrolatum. Petrolatum is from the petrochemicals that belongs to the gas station, not to your lips. My doesn't have Mm lanolin, which is an animal byproduct from the sheep which when you use long-term, it's going to develop allergic reaction. And some people say, well, I use all-natural lip balm. Think again, if your natural lip balm has beeswax, which is 95% of the case, how do you get beeswax? You get the beeswax from the beehives. That's where bees live. So it's not cruelty-free. You cannot call yourself vegan. My lip balm has no beeswax. It contains mango, mango butter. And every single ingredient I use have a meaning behind it. The reason why I use mango is because mango is known to treat depression. And I have a social cause with my brand because it's dedicated to people who have contribution to the society. And unfortunately, a lot of those people, they go down the path of suicide due to depression. If people like Robin Williams, like Kate Spade, if they could have stayed longer, they will have even more contribution to the society. And this is the reason why every single ingredient I use have a meaning behind it. This is not your ordinary lip balm. This is a life-saving mm-hmm. lip balm because it saves your health with all the best ingredients and most the most efficacious ingredient. When you purchase my lip balm, I also donate 10% of the proceeds to the Suicide Prevention Foundation.
0: That means a lot to me because um, I don't know if you know part of my story. um, I've been, I've grew up a lot around a lot of broken people and my grandmother in particular uh, committed suicide once I, I I guess I was around, I don't know, somewhere between 19 to 20 years old, somewhere in that range. And uh, for years, um, she had the most beautiful voice. She could sing. And, uh, for years I tried to like help her when I was around as much as possible before I went to college. And when I went off to college after being able to help her, she used to tell me all the time, "Mikey," they used to call me Mikey back in the day. Uh, Mikey, you know, you help me so much, you know, you make me feel better anytime you're around and talking to me. And I used to just not take any of her bull crap. Like the, the voices that go on in our heads, we give validity to the wrong ones too many times. And so many people give in to the wrong voices. And now I'm not talking about schizophrenia. But we all have a voice in our head, right, or two or three, and we do give too much power to the wrong ones. And I would, I would just not buy her bullcrap that was coming from that wrong voice, and I would call her out on it. And it would help her. But at the end of the day, I had to go to college at some point, and when I left, I just I felt like I wasn't there enough, and you know, I, I felt like something here that I know I didn't cause it, or you know, I, but it still it means a lot to me, Ginger, that you're doing that, and um, you know, I, I don't I don't like to see anybody feeling that way, let alone ending. You know and uh, but no, very, very, very great calls. And now, when you're right now, while we're on the topic of the lip balm, how can people get that?
1: Oh, they can get it from my website, fanlovebeauty.com,
0: fanlovebeauty.com, guys, okay. fanlovebeauty.com. We'll put that in the show notes and make sure that you guys support Ginger. I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at mikecrock.com forward slash book. That's Mike cro forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. Now, Ginger, what makes you so uh, in love with the, the 10X movement? Because I see you at everything. I know you're I know you a fan and a, a mentee of Grant's. And just give me a little bit of background on how you got involved with 10X, Grant, and uh, and why are you such a like stone-cold 10Xer?
1: Okay, how I got to know Graham was actually through Damon's book, Damon has a book called Rise and Grind. He was profiled in Damon's book. And I went to the growth count, uh three years ago in Las Vegas. And at the time, that was Damon's forty-ninth year birthday. It was on his birthday, Damon was actually one of the guest speakers. So I remember when Grant's people called me, it's like, what made you decide to come to GrowthCount? I was like, I come to GrowthCount wasn't because of Grant Cardone. I come because of Damon John. It's Damon John's birthday. <laughs> so, and then that was, um, I got numerous emails from Grant. At the time, I didn't like him, you know, because if you don't know him, some of his style can be a little bit pushy. So I still didn't like him until I attended GrowthCon. I was like, hmm, this guy's got something. And then I enrolled in um, Cardone University and I was like, wow, everything he taught is so practical. And he really like adjusted my like, attitude to money, the mindset and everything that we were taught in school was like, you know, we never learned anything like that and it's really just really opening my eyes as mentioned i have two master's degree but you know what none of the stuff i learned from grant was taught in school right so that was really eye opening and i actually appreciate that i have two mentors and i'm not i'm not going to have like multiple mentors because Grant said it can be confusing but what i love about damon is damon gave me a good foundation he is very approachable. He's very like, he knows emotional branding very well. And uh, he's like, he gave me the foundation for branding and grant is really helping in terms of the, how do you do sales? How do you, you know, do follow up? How do you do prospecting? Those are like very, very critical elements for success. They were sometimes there were like a contradiction between Damon's teaching and Grant's, but I'm okay because, you know, I need to see from both sides and make a decision myself. I can be a hybrid. I can be a hybrid between both of them. And I think those two complements each other very well.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as like the, if you look at all the different industries, and verticals of business, people make money several different ways, but yeah, you pick and choose and not everybody does things the same way. So I, I love that because- you know, sometimes you can sprinkle a little Grant Cardone and a little bit of, uh, you know, Damon or whoever, sprinkle a little bit of them together. And as long as the main point of things do not contradict, then, you know, you roll with it. But uh, so when you left the corporate world, Ginger, and went out and started being an entrepreneur, start your own thing, can you speak to that a little bit as well for people that are thinking about possibly doing that, following the passion of something that they want to do and having a bigger impact uh, as far as money? I mean, how did you pay your bills and what planning went into that? And you know, how, speak of that process a
1: little bit. Okay. Um, it was a decision that, uh, before I started my consulting company, that's when I started to become an entrepreneur. I actually co-started a skincare brand w- with another person. And consulting is really to use to pay for my bills because starting a brand it can be blood sucking, you know, you have to have the tolerance for keep bleeding out your money because you never know how it's gonna go. So I started consulting uh, alongside. So it's like it wasn't really just like all in, I have to keep my consulting to pay the bills. And it just turns out like I have better business in consulting than uh, building the brand with another partner. And that partner actually left me about two years ago. So I stopped that skincare brand and I actually did not think I would come up with another um, beauty brand myself just because we all know you cannot do this alone. I'm still a solopreneur, but because uh, I've been in the industry long enough, I do have the credibility. I do have the expertise. So getting consulting clients is a way easier for me as a business to business rather than business to consumers. This is a little bit newer for me, actually. And this is why I depending on Grant Cardone's team on the expertise to help me to grow and scale.
0: And what uh, what goes into like let's just say I was wanting to do men's skincare products or something to that effect or men's products in general? Uh, what what goes into that as far as time and investment when somebody works with you?
1: okay uh, to do a proper branding like uh, have a line you really need to allow at least nine months it's like having a baby so for the f- first three months it's like you need to have the concept the package and everything like a planning stage and the, the second trimester is really to you know formulation to product testing and the third trimester is you need to do Scale up just like a business scale up. You also need to do your product scale up because you're coming from a single batch or multiple small batches in the lab. You need to make sure it's reproducible in a the- industrial setting so you need to do scale up you need to do a lot of pr to push your brand out so from beginning to the end you need to estimate for nine months and among the nine months you have about three months of time doing a lot of testing because cosmetic is not like food food you t- you eat it and it goes to your tummy the worst comes in is you got a diarrhea <laughs> you know cosmetics you have to make sure even after opening you can last for at least a year there's no mi- microbial growth. So you need to do micro challenge testing because you dip your fingers in. And also you need to make sure an open products, you need to have three years of shelf life because, you know, you, you will have to carry inventory because the minimum buys for country manufacturer is anywhere from 5,000 to 10,000 pieces. So your products must have uh, three years of shelf life.
0: And uh, so one thing I was asking about this, oh, how can you monetize? ahead of time possible you know how grant always talks about idea market it right and convert yes. to get money in and then go from there is there a possible way to do that with cosmetics
1: well cosmetics is harder unless you do private label private label meaning you just you know buy other people's product and put your own label then it's possible but for a brand new customized formulation it's harder to do that
0: why would somebody not do the private label thing and go through all of starting something totally brand new
1: Because if it's private label, there isn't um, any uniqueness to it. It's really depending on how you market it. I'm actually looking at some private label products right now for my line as well. The reason is, even though I know how to do formulation, even though I have a lot of connections in the industry, the manufacturing cost is very, very high right now Um, because I'm about to launch another new product. I'm negotiating so hard with the manufacturer to see how I can bring the minimums down because 5,000 pieces is still very high. Typically, people want 10,000 pieces, but because right. of my relationship, I can do 5,000 pieces. But 5,000 pieces for a startup, you know, it's like looking at $20,000, $30,000 per SKU. While you do private label, you can your initial cost can be as low as 5,000 pieces. But there are issues because especially these days, people want the clean products. They want to be able to go to certain retailers. There's a lot of restricted ingredients. When you buy private label, you cannot say, oh, I don't want this ingredient in there. I don't want that ingredient in there. So it's just like, it's harder.
0: Now, okay. So I got it. I got it. I got it. That makes sense to me now. So let me ask this. As we we wrap up the show here, I want to go back to your story, what you're made of for a second. And not having a dad in your life, like, how do you think that you've adapted without that? Because you didn't know any different. But what did you do to fill in the gaps, you think, as a father, uh, not having a father figure there to, you know, be there for you in a traditional family setting? Did you, like, I don't know, did you, what did you do to fill the gaps?
1: Library, books. I'm a bookworm. (laughs) I mean, as I consider myself a serial learner. And this is also why you see me show up in all the 10x things I love to learn. It's like if money is no object, I have no problem like just soaking up everything. It fulfills me. And sometimes yeah. I feel bad it's like I should be really able to practice whatever I learn. But sometimes it's like if you like what say if you don't do role plays, if you don't really have a team, it's harder to practice. But I love learning. I'm a serial learner. I, yeah, I'm a career yeah. student. I love to learn. I actually have over 30 certifications, even after my master's degree. It's just wow. like learning is like my best friend because, you know, when you talk to people, if, unless you are on the same level of mindset, which only found in the 10X community, it's very hard because especially when you grow up, people are all you, kind of immature, you know, you don't know yeah. what you you want in life. So I turn to books.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. And, you know, the thing about this is I was talking to one of my buddies, uh, who's one of my partners the other day, and I said, you know, as long as I continue to learn, and I I recommend that he did, and and all of our team does, people will continue to come to you. And you have, that gives you power. They say knowledge is power. I mean, that's an old cliche, right? Now, knowledge is power, but it really is. And think about it, like in the old days, in a tribe somewhere, or still to this day where there's tribes. There's a wise person, and that wise person generally is the leader of the group. So the more you know and the more you can gather, the more elevation and altitude that you get to be able to lead people. You can't lead people without gaining knowledge and continuously gaining knowledge and, and being a sponge to it. And uh, I'm, on that, I'm on that train too. I mean, I, I, I've i lied so much on the book uh, Street Smarts for so long, and eventually Street Smarts, you hit a ceiling. And at some point, you're, you're like, okay, I can't get any further. What do I need to do now? And then you got to turn into the knowledge seeking and and being a sponge. Now, if you start with knowledge, though, and if you start start with just books and you have no street smarts and no hustle, because that's I think street smarts comes with the hustle and the action. Then, then that's a problem too. Would not you agree? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, where do you get your where do you get your <laughs> go like, get itness like, from?
1: Go get itness. Yeah, this.
0: like your go get itness. Like I, I make up words, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I, I have my own language. It's C-Rock-isms.
1: So it's like.
0: Your Fella drive,
1: your drive, <laughs> Fella, is not an option. I mean, it's like I kept thinking I didn't come this far to get this far. So I do want to be successful. I do need to make my family proud of me, which is just my mom. It's my single mom. And, well, I, I am married, but uh, there are other things, like, going on. So I do want to make a difference. And this is the reason why I push on my brand and to be an aspirational brand. And uh,
0: so to end the show here, Ginger, what is – one setback that you can think of it could be a def, like a, a negative person a setback a letdown what is one thing that's happened in your past that you still refer back to just for fuel to say hey man i remember that no no no. this is going to use i'm using this for fuel can you can you think of something
1: well i what well, they mentioned that uh remember i wanted to become a makeup artist i actually applied for cosmetology school and when they called, my uncle picked up the phone and say no there's no such person So I didn't that that stopped me. So it's like, okay, you guys want me to be a uh, like a white collar person, a corporate person. I study chemistry. I'll become a cosmetic chemist. It's a science degree. It's something noble that you guys will be proud.
0: I love it. I love it, man. Well, I don't know if you know this either. As we like, as we wind out here, I want to start a clothing brand. Like I have these shirts and stuff like that. But I'm talking about like uh, some kind of. I love Hugo Bosch T-shirts. I love their clothing, and then I I wear a lot of Under Armour and Nike. I want to get something maybe combined together with that and start it because I think clothing brands, just like Damon's clothing brand, had a story behind it, Yes. right? An inspiring thing. And so for us, Bias Fugu has a meaning, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that what are you made of and Rocket Fuel have meanings, right? And Mm -hmm. and, And I think the story behind it could be very successful, but not only that, the taking it a step further and really going after even designer clothes and being involved in that kind of thing is something that appeals to me. And, uh, I just, it's one of the things like I have no idea where to start. With. So I'm going to have to talk to Damon, probably reach out to him. But anyway, Ginger, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for your friendship and your support of the, what are you made of movement? I appreciate you so much. And it's the best way to, for people to reach out to you and connect with you besides your website. Uh, like are you on any social uh, media? You can
1: do through uh, my Instagram, the beauty shark, Ginger,
0: the beauty shark, Ginger on Instagram, guys, go follow her, give her some love. Hit her up in the DMs. Let her know that you uh, heard her on the What Are You Made Of show with your boy, C-Rock. Ginger, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. And, and uh, guys, you've been listening to the What Are You Made Of show with your boy, C-Rock. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Remember, we turn all setbacks, letdowns, difficulties, and negative people into rocket fuel for our future. Go get the Rocket Fuel book. Again, I will not let you down. I promise you it will change your life. MikeCRock.com forward slash book. MikeCRock.com forward slash book. Until next time, be good. I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, MikeCrock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCrock.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. Thank you so much for your support and your listenership. It means the world to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Made Of? Be sure to check my website out at TheMikeCrock.com, TheMikeCrock with no K.com and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential. Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C. Rock Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode.